Hey, it's Paul Purnell here from the RPG Empire. So I have a couple of quick announcements, really quick, hopefully. Uh, first of all, we absolutely adore you. We think you are amazing, and we really are so thankful that you listen to our podcast and that you're a part of our community. And that said, we want to invite you to our uh, Discord server where you can communicate with us, you can ask questions about the stories, you can submit your own fan art, and we can all go like, oh my god, I can't believe they made it look so cool, or whatever we say. And then also, uh, you can, you know, ask questions about running games and how that all works. So definitely hop on over there and join the community more uh, actively. We would love to have you. Um, also, the best thing you can do to support the RPG Empire, besides sending us fat stacks of cash, which we'll always accept, you know, envelopes, you can just address it right to me, um, <laughs> is uh, if you tell a friend. So 100% the best way for a podcast to grow is for people to hear about it from people they trust like you. So I know you have at least one friend. And tomorrow, I want you to go and tell them about this podcast that you're listening to right now that you love so that we can continue to grow and uh, and just really grow as a community. So that's your mission. Uh, and the final last thing to, to just request and say is if you want to support the RPG Empire with actual dollars, the best way you can do that right now is to buy our book, The Dust World RPG PBTA Quick Start Guide. It's five bucks. It's in our uh, shop on therpgempire.com. It's a super light read. It's 30 pages of fantastic layout, great art, and it teaches you everything you need to know to play a Powered by the Apocalypse game if you've never done that. Uh, maybe not everything you know. It It's brief. It's a quick start guide. But uh, it also comes with the playbooks and all the reference sheets. So we would love for you to do that and then hop in the Discord and tell us what, what you like about it, what you don't like about it. We're going to continue to uh, work on that until it's completely done. It should be around 300 pages, include a bunch of awesome manga art because we're really inspired by manga and anime. And uh, that's about it. So uh, those three things, again, were join the Discord to tell a friend, or buy the Dust World book, or do all three. We really appreciate that you listen to the podcast and that you're part of our community, and we can't wait to talk to you more in the Discord. So with all of that said, I'm going to let you get back to the show. Have a good day. Hello, players. It's Paul Purnell, the creative director of the RPG Empire, and we are so excited to tell you about our very first sponsor, StartPlaying.Games. First of all, I want to say if you want to sponsor any of our shows, please reach out to us at therpgempire.sponsor at gmail.com. Once again, that's therpgempire.sponsor at gmail.com. So now on to the sponsor. So I'm going to tell you a little bit about startplaying.games. It's a website to help you find other people to play games with. But the really cool thing about it is that there are a ton of professional DMs up there and they are super excited to make sure you get an awesome experience every week. So if that's something you're interested in, definitely check out startplaying.games. And on top of that, I'm running three awesome games up there right now that you can check out. One of them is a getting started with Monster of the Week and Powered by the Apocalypse games. The second one is a Monster of the Week game about hunting superheroes who've gone rogue, like The Boys, Powers, or Watchmen. And the third game is a Star Wars Powered by the Apocalypse game 
set after Order 66 and before A New Hope. So if any of those sound interesting, definitely check out the links in the description and don't forget to check out startplaying.games. So with that said, now on to the show. Previously on Strangers in the Pines. You are wrenched out of uh, Lucas's hands and sucked into this portal as this pulling force gets ten times more intense. Oh, oh shit. And I'm like, grab the ground and I'm trying to like hold on and like chunks of rock are like coming off and flying past me and the rock I'm holding on to starts to like lift up. Oh no, oh no. And you fall back and the last thing you watch is this entire cave system collapse inward on itself. And then you hit the ground. Danny. Yo, Danny, where you at, man? Dottie? Number seven? Where is everybody? And then he, like, taps his chest, like, Biggs, you in there? Straight to the radio station. No fooling around. Uh, uh, Mr. Mr. Fox, Mr. Murdoch Fox, please, please let me in. It's Danny. We met before. I'm a really big fan. Please let me in. Danny? What the hell are you doing here? And it's Sheriff Stone, dressed uh, like normal clothes, with this big pair of recording earphones around his neck. Where is where is where is Murdoch Fox? Danny, Sheriff Fox is downtown. Guys, I'm Isaac, the Deep of Strangers in the Pines, an actual play roleplay podcast using Monster of the Week rules, inspired by things like Gravity Falls, Stranger Things, and Twin Peaks. Let's begin. Hey, there's a town called Pine Forge. You heard of it? Yeah, it's nestled in the heart of the Blackwood National Park in Northeast Oregon. <laughs> the town seems small and quaint at first. But if you know what to look for, and you look hard enough, you realize something strange is brewing under the surface and in the pines that surround the town. This story follows four unusual high school students that we marked as they try to unravel the mysteries of the strangers in the pines. Sheriff, Sheriff Stone, what, what are you doing at the radio station? Where... Where's, where's, where's Mr. Fox? Where's Murdoch Fox? The Sheriff Fox is, I mean, I'm, I'm not really sure about that, Danny, and, well, you know I'm here. I'm always here. Uh, no, no, you're not. I don't, I don't remember you ever actually being on the radio, although I guess it's possible that you were on the radio one time when I wasn't listening, but I don't know why you would have gone on the radio. I don't talk to you very much. You feeling all right, Danny? Do you want me to... Do you want to call your folks? Uh, yes. Okay, come in for a bit. Uh, sit down. Uh, I'll get you, I'll okay, get you water. Okay, how about cookies? As he kind of like opened... Do you have any of those radio station cookies? And and you're you're actually ushered in, and it's actually a little more... Calm down. Murdoch's Fox was very 
70s deco, you know, waterbed couch, all kinds of crazy things. This one actually looks more like a, a sort of traditional radio station. It does have some, some actually more like wood-style decor. You see, like, some fox-mounted heads and, and you know. <laughs> That's ironic. He has a fox-mounted head? So Danny's Danny's looking around and he's he's very confused because he you know he actually was in the radio station not that long ago, um, and uh, yeah he's just kind of looking around and he's kind of I, he probably thinks like he's in a different part of the radio station than he was before or something like that you know like uh, uh, his mind's just trying to rationalize you know what's going on and as he's kind of doing that um, you see as um... Sheriff Stone, or formerly Sheriff Stone, or Sheriff Stone, question mark, uh, either, however you want to call him, uh, coming back and he has a glass of ice water with uh, what appears to, would appear to be some kind of like older store brand cookies, <laughs> like a like a, probably about a, a little little less than a week old like Keebler <laughs> Keebler cookies, um, and he he sort of sets the water down and offers the cookies out and. It's like, um, I've called your folks there. They're going to be up here shortly. Is there, uh, anything you need, Danny? Are you, are you feeling okay? Is anywhere hurting or anything like that? I'm, I'm very confused right now because you're, you're the sheriff and you're not on the radio, but you're in the radio station and you said, you said that, that the radio, the radio host is in the, is in the sheriff station. And I just realized that they're both called stations, which is kind of neat, but, also, these cookies aren't very good. Where are the good cookies? Yeah. Uh, um, that's, I mean, when I find them, you'll be the first to know. I'll, I'll say that much. Um, uh, but did you, did you hit your head at all, Danny? I don't think I did, but I guess anything is possible, and that would make more sense than anything else that's really going on right now why do you keep saying folks with uh, as plural it's just my mom uh okay. you may not have known that i'm sorry you don't know me and my family very well i guess i i i live with just my mom it's just my mom i i i don't know i, don't, I never knew my dad he died he died when i was a baby or before i was born well, I'm I'm sorry, Danny. No, that's okay. I didn't know him. All right. Um. Well, I'm gonna. I've got to go get back. I've got a got a few. I've got to finish up the the show for the afternoon. Um. Uh, your parents should be here in just a bit. If you need anything, just uh, knock on the glass. I'll hear you. And just okay. Just rest I don't want to interrupt Danny. the radio broadcast. Uh, thank you, Danny. And, and he kind of walks back into the recording recording studio and kind of starts up the recording again. And he like he, he's playing things, but he does occasionally like look up to to make sure you're doing all right. And uh, while you're sitting I there, Dan, he, he, I think he's I, I think Danny gets up off the couch and he's just kind of like walking around the room, like looking looking at things and kind of realizing like. This room, the the layout of the room is pretty much exactly the same as as it was before, just all with different decorations and and uh, uh, and he's like trying to piece together like what the architecture is of this place, you know, what the layout is. Um, yeah. Um, 
So he, yeah, and uh, you're doing that. And as you're doing that, we're going to cut back over to uh, to Dottie. So, Dottie, you are uh, sort of s- still sitting in this small sort of cafe, um, and you've just been handed a, uh, a panini. Also, you have, uh, you saw what appeared to be your parents on the cover of uh, the front page of the local newspaper. I have no idea what you're talking about. Um, so I, I eat my panini, and I, uh, I get up, it's like, well, I'm gonna go home. I kind of say that to myself, mutter it a little bit, look around, everybody's giving me weird looks. I quickly scurry out. I walk back to my apartment, to the apartment building. Uh, so you, you head back and you're just walking, and, um, you get to a familiar building, um, do you head inside? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Alright, so you head inside, and it's, it's pretty similar to what you remember, you know, a few people have changed some decorations, but nothing out of the ordinary, um, and you get up to your, your, your parents, and your your area and uh you try your key and you put in the lock and it doesn't work oh crud um hmm so i knock on the door so you knock on the door and um a few seconds later and then this sort of like older woman that's like she's kind of in her early 60s she's a little rough around the edges she's wearing like some some older some older work boots with um just this uh the these jeans and this like swir- like this soup stained work stained old flannel shirt and she's sort of a a shorter squatter uh woman and she looks up at you and goes uh yeah what can i help you help you with Oh, um, I'm just, uh, are my parents in there right now? Um, no, no, ma'am. Must be confused. Oh, okay, what, why, why are you in there, then? This is my Um, apartment. Hmm, ah, you must be confused there. This is my place. Uh, Oh, how, uh, okay. How long have you been here? Hmm, I don't know. Probably yeah. about two years now. Uh, okay. Can I, like, peer a little bit past her at the apartment? Yeah, make me an act under pressure check. Okay. Make success. All right, so you manage to, like, kind of, like, stand on your tiptoes and look inside for uh, a couple seconds and before she can, like, closes the door a little bit more and um, sort of shifts her body in the way of you. Um, and she goes, is there anything you need or, or, cause I got something on the stove that I got to get back to. So what did I see? Uh, roll me, uh, roll me investigate a mystery with a negative one. Seven. Oh, that's, that, that passes. Okay. So you managed to like get a, a, a quick glance in and you notice for one thing, um, the entire inside is something that your parents might think of as, as a nightmare. It's a, um, it's a bunch of, it's messy as can be. Um, it's stacked with a bunch of old, like, um, you see like a shotgun in a, uh, in a, in a rain gauge stand. You see, 
mounted fish, um, <laughs> deer skulls, and <laughs> deer skulls. Man, this woman. Deer skulls. She joined yeah. the cast. Does she have a uh, Does she have a painting? A painting of like a an eagle over like an American flag or something? No, it's like it's Lincoln, but he's shirtless and he hold he's he has like two axes <laughs> in his hand and, just and he's a, riding on the top of a giant eagle who's breathing fire. No, but no. seriously, can this woman join the cast? She's okay. she's no, um, she's a little bit classier than that. The eagle is above him. He's riding atop a oh. grizzly bear. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, I I like backups. Definitely like, oh, classy. I'm, I back up a bit and say, I'm I'm so sorry. I I I had a. Hit in the head earlier. I, I, I've gotten confused. I'm so sorry, miss. Uh, what was your name again? Abigail Winslow. Now, um, uh, oh, oh. You, you take care of yourself, little miss. I'm, I'm so sorry. Uh, it, it, Dottie Luskov, I'm so sorry about that. Um, have, uh, have a good day. Uh, sorry. Bye. That's all right. Happen, happens occasionally. You just take care of yourself now. She kind of like her 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 expression softens a bit more, and and as she like slowly closes the door, never to be seen again. No, <laughs> we're bringing her back. <laughs> we're bringing her back, <laughs> don't we? And that and that's a wrap on Abigail <laughs> Winslow. Thank you for coming, Abigail. You've been amazing. Um, yeah, I'm gonna go to City Hall. Alrighty, um, and you head out, and uh, as you sort of head back, we cut over to Lucas. Have I made it to wherever I f- was following Danny to? Uh, yes. So you've actually you you land and you see the Pine Forge Radio Studio. Oh, weird. Uh, I go behind a bush and I turn back into Lucas. Also. Biggs was with me. Is he? Did he land? What's he doing? Uh, yeah. Big Biggs actually. Um, he 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 actually stays in the air and and keeps flying. And um, he lands on your shoulder for a second and just uh, you here. Hey, Luke, uh, Lucas. I'm uh, I'm gonna take a little fly around, make sure everything's not. I'm just worried about anything coming with us. Any of those soldiers that attacked. Um. I'll keep an eye out. If I see anything, I'll, I'll, I'll fly back down to you. Okay. It, it sounds good, man. Um, also, keep an eye out for any of those like weird centaur things. Wait, did you... Will do. How did you know about the soldiers? Do you see like through my eyes when you're inside of me? Are you riding me? Are we like joined like a Megazord? Do we become the Megazord? No mistake. Big mistake. That's no just, mi- that's a yes. That was a yes, man. We become the Megazord. That's right. I'm a freaking Megazord. Anyway, okay. Uh, okay, let's just, I guess I'll just knock on the door. And I walk over to the door and knock on the door. <laughs> you walk over to the door and knock on the door as one does. And uh, Danny, you are, you actually hear some knocks coming from the, from the studio door. And uh, uh, I assume that Stone is still broadcasting. He's still in the booth. Yep. I think Danny will kind of look at Stone through the booth, like kind of kind of lock eyes with him, and then just go to the door and answer the door. Uh, he gives you a thumbs up through the glass. Um, you are kind of like a like a like an upper teenage kid, so he 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 thinks you're responsible enough to get a door by yourself. Um, and you open the door, and <laughs> to your surprise, 
There stands Lucas. Oh, hey. What's up, Danny? I, well, I guess I was expecting you to be there. I just, I don't know. I guess I thought Fox would answer the door. Were, were you following me? Are you, what's, what is your name? Lucas, what's your name? And I give him a weird look. My name is Danny. Do you, do you have weird powers that you can like turn into to big monsters? Not what if, what if they're recording, dude? Come on, I don't want to go to, like, a black site and be put in Area 51 or some shit. Yes, he is recording behind a soundproof barrier, so if we can't hear him, he can't hear us. But, yes, okay, so you're you're the Lucas that I know, I guess. I don't understand what's going on, but th- this this is not this is not the radio station that I know. Oh, what do you, wait, hold on. What do you mean things are weird, dude? The inside of the radio station used to look a lot more uh, funky and groovy, I guess. Those are terms that I've heard people refer to that type of decor. Um, I don't know. I'm not an interior designer, but this is a lot more plain and straightforward. And uh, it it just seems like a different place, but it's the same place. And I don't I don't understand. And as okay. you as okay. you say that, you actually uh, you you notice behind him that one what once was this like funky seventies like black dynamite style uh, style radio station um, has now been turned into this kind of like boring like there's some decoration but it's just kind of like it looks kind of like a college dorm of like someone that's really in, who's like really into the woods but doesn't go hiking. <laughs> um, it's it's a little, and, and you actually notice that, uh, looking in more that you see the very the very familiar ga- uh, guys of a uh, sheriff Stone, uh, sitting behind a uh, sitting behind a uh, panel of soundproof glass, and we were doing a recording in you know in a very familiar studio that you have seen Murdoch Fox in, as he sort oh, of weird. okay. So I think what happens is that Lucas grabs Danny by the arm and pulls him outside real quick. And uh, I'm like, Danny, dude, what the heck? Why is the sheriff in there recording? I don't know. What is he recording? I don't know. He's not like putting out know. an APB on us or some shit, is he? I don't think so. I Ugh. I don't have a radio to, to listen, but he told me I should stay here so he can call my folks. And he said folks plural, but you know, it's just my mom, just like it's just your mom. So I don't, I don't understand. You know, he, he told me, he told me to stay here. And now I feel like I think, yeah, I think we should go. Let's go. And Danny just starts walking away. Okay. Yeah. Also, Isaac, does that count as contrary? (laughs) I would say, yeah, I would say, yeah, I would say, and up until recently, Danny would have probably just stayed at the radio station waiting for his mom to come, but he decided not to. I'd say very much it's contrary. Okay, Danny. Well, I, I'm not really sure where to go, but uh, Biggs is here too. Let's let's just dip into the woods and I'll see if I can call him down and then we can see what he sees because he's flying up there like a bird. But he's a cat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, so I, I flagged down Biggs 
Uh, so you guys head outside and kind of jaunt out in the woods. It's actually kind of funny. You guys head off into the woods as you watch, like, uh, uh, formerly Sheriff Stone, as I'm going to keep referring to him as, uh, burst out of the radio station, like, start looking around. It's like, you can... Danny, luckily, is kind of, uh, looking forward into the woods, but you're kind of, like, looking behind and around for Biggs, and you just, like, mouth, see him start mouthing curse words, um, just as you see kind of at the bottom, like, the bottom of the bend on the way up to the radio station, just the front of this car start driving up the hill, um, and as you see that, we're gonna cut back over to Dottie. Uh, you are entering, entering Town Hall, if I'm not mistaken. I am. Um, I... Walk in. I do not know what town halls look like, really. Um, so this will be an adventure for all of us. Um, but I, uh, I, is there a receptionist desk? Yeah, it's it's actually it's you see it's it's kind of like it almost looks like an old bank. It's like this kind of marble marble fronted um, structure, um, and it goes back and it, it's older. You know, it has the columns and it's all tr it's very traditional Georgian style. Um, uh, home with, uh, Georgian style building, which is a little strange being out in the woods. But um, so you enter and yes, there's a uh, there's a reception desk and a few assistants kind of mingling about there, um, handing out paperwork and stuff like that. I just realized that I would not go to the receptionist desk. I would pass through and walk up to the third floor or whatever. And that's probably my, my parents are in a scroungy little office on the third floor, or at least my dad is. Um, and actually, yeah, like they, they don't even stop you. You head in and head up, uh, head up and you see what looks to be your parents office and it's a, it's a little crappier it's a little bit smaller um there's this big like old oak door with this kind of like um window that's a little bit scratched and, and um just it's instant you can tell it's aged mm-hmm um I knock on the door because I'm a good little daughter and I'm not just going to wantonly disturb my parents' proceedings, but I knock on the door. Uh, so you knock on the door and it's opened by a uh, small sort of late 70s uh, man. He's very short. He's a little, he's probably about an inch taller than you are. Um, and he has these really big bookish Coke bottle glasses with this kind of um, absent expression and this like wispy, these wispy white hair plugs on either side, and he goes, ah, "Hello, um, how could how can I help you today?" Hello, players. It's Paul Purnell, the creative director of the RPG Empire. I hope you've been enjoying Strangers in the Pines. I wanted to let you know that we're currently creating a new Powered by the Apocalypse game called Dust World. It's in the same setting as our podcast, if you're familiar with that. The new rules and the flavor really help the game flow and enable it to create those epic dramatic scenes like you might find in anime. If you're interested in checking that out, check out the link in the description. Also, you can always join our email list for when we are going to kickstart that or other news about what the RPG Empire is up to, and that is also in the description. So a lot of good stuff going on in the description. Don't forget you can find us on social media at the RPG Empire. We're everywhere. Now back to the show. 
Would I recognize him? No, you've never seen this guy before in your life. I say, um, hi, uh, I was wondering if the Luzkovs are in right now. Luzkovs? Uh, I've, I haven't heard of any Luzkovs. Well, this would be their office. Wouldn't it? Uh, it hasn't, uh, it hasn't been their office for about 40 some odd years, I can say that much. Ugh. Um... Oh, you all right? Um, actually, would I know who the previous persons were who owned that office? Okay, I would say, um, yeah, you were you were aware of them. Uh, I don't think you've met them personally, but you've at least heard, uh, as you said, your dad talk about them at least at the beginning. Okay, and what was his name again? Shit. Uh, Henry Henry Aiken. Oh, uh, are you Henry Aiken? Uh, no, ma'am. You're, uh, you're okay? Uh, I... Wait a minute. You mean the, uh, they had a conservation for, uh, the city and, uh, the, the forest? Uh, I thought he died, but, uh, okay. Um... I mean, he, he's, he's a little bit up there like me, but he has, he isn't dead yet. So, so who are you, then? My name's Fred Turner. Uh, okay. My my parents are, uh, Conrad. Well, uh, my dad is the uh, supervisor in this office. This is the Water and Soil Commission office, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, you okay. okay? You you seem a little confused. Uh, more than a. More than a bit, more than a bit. Um, mm, uh, okay. Um, later, why don't you, uh, let me, let me call one of the, uh, one of the, one of the attendants up. We can get, sit you down, get you, get you some water and maybe f call someone who, 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 do you know any numbers that we might be able to call? Uh, you know, at this point, I don't know if I do or not. Um, but uh, I, because uh, hey, hey, it's gonna it's gonna be okay. Don't worry, we'll find your parents. Oh boy, more old people telling me it's going to be okay, and then it gets worse. Okay, okay, all right, all right. It looks <gasps> a little bit confused on that last one, and a little, just a little bit like, oh boy, um. Well, I'll be back in just a second. You just... And he kind of like points over to a bench. Just kind of sit there. Take deep breaths. Don't worry. Uh, As he all right. sort of steps into the office and closes the door. Okay. Huh. I'm looking around, and it's not set up like my parents' office. For one thing, it's cleaner. Um, I'm just sitting there and thinking, what is going on? So you're kind of sitting there, and um, you actually do. You see this kind of probably about th maybe late thirties, early forties um, woman in, in sort of a little little longer than knee length uh, skirt and like a uh, a nice white shirt and a, a, like a little decorative uh, blouse over it. And, and she comes over and kind of sits next, sits next to you. And she goes, "Hey," um, and she she kind of holds up, and it's like a, a paper cone cup with some water in it. Hey, uh, drink this, okay? We, uh, 
We got a call. You're looking for your parents. You can't find them. I uh, yeah, my my. Well, I the Luskovs. You know the Luskovs. Ah, uh, can't say that I do. Um. Oh, are are you are you are you giving me a joke here? Or is this a joke you have to ask of me? What's uh, unfor uh un unfortunately not, dear. What, Conrad what? and Linda. Conrad and Linda. Is, is this jogging a memory? Do you have a picture of them? Actually, I think I do. Um. Yeah, and she kind of looks at it and looks up at you and then looks at it again and she goes, I know who your parents are. Just give me a moment. And she kind of gives you the picture back and sort of gives you a smile and and, and walks away. Okay. Holy moly. Goodness gracious. Uh, okay. Okay, so I'm just going to hold tight. Uh, probably about... Um, probably a, a few minutes later, um, she comes back and, and she's smiling. She goes, your parents are on your way. They'll be here. They just have to... It's a bit of a travel. It's a bit of a, a, bit of a trip, so just be patient. No. Okay. And... Um, let, let's take you where you can go into the break room, and we have we have some stuff in there. We have a fridge and a you know vending machine, coffee. You know. Okay. I mean, I know my way around here. I, 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 I'll right. be okay. So I go into the break room. Is it different? Uh, actually, not really. No. Okay. <laughs> so I'm just. Uh, there's one thing that's changed. Up on one of the walls, there's a massive picture, and it's of, it's of Abraham Lincoln shirtless. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Who also happens to be the current president. <laughs> it's, no. it's, it's a very, it's a very, it seems to be a very popular painting in the area. Okay. You know what? I was thinking that I knew this Chesterport Knight, but Chesterport Knight didn't do this actually. In fact, he did. That's Nothing that looked anything like this. He did little pictures of birds. He was kind of the Henry Natcher of the West, and also he lived nowhere near her. What the hell is this painting? And I'm going to uh, pull it down and look it over. <laughs> I, I I will say this is a massive painting. This is a... Oh, is okay. Not, uh, yeah, massive. it's a big one. Okay, I'm just going to stand in awe at it. All right. It's gorgeous. <laughs> uh, you, you've you've never you've never it's never you've never seen a more erotic photo of Abraham Lincoln than, than this one. <laughs> and so yeah, that and and as you you would you look at that painting, uh, we're gonna switch back over to Danny and Lucas and uh, oh, Lucas. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> you've uh, you've called down uh, you you've called down Biggs and Biggs sort of flies down to you and lands at your feet and transforms back into a cat and looks up at Lucas. And, now, and the sheriff can't currently see us, right? No. Okay. But we I'm, can I, see the car pulling up and we see the sheriff. No, not anymore. You guys went a little bit farther into the woods, but... Okay. Like, as you guys were heading away. Uh, so, yeah, you see this uh, this large black crow sort of uh, make make its way uh, down from the trees and, and land right at Lucas's feet and then it sort of I think I see, think Danny Danny instinctually ducks 
So Danny ducks and then he like slowly and awkwardly kind of like lowers back up into like the standing position and the crow hasn't moved. Um, and then he watches kind of the skin ripples under it, uh, almost like when you if you fill a water balloon up with weight with water pressure that's way too much for the water balloon and it kind of ripples. Um, it's sort of like that as it slowly balloons and then shifts into um, a cat as you watch like the feathers pull into its skin and then for a second it's like this weird. Um, like half bird, half cat, skin monster, and then it slowly grows fur and shifts back into a bird, or shifts back into a cat, and looks up and goes, "Hi, Lucas. Um, I've well, I didn't. I I just saw the car driving up. Um, other than that, I think we're we're pretty okay. I didn't see any of those soldier guys or any other that mess following you. Oh, well, that's good. Uh. Did you notice, did the town look normal to you? It's, I mean, I didn't really take a good look at it. Um, it didn't seem, you know, there's not any sort of gigantic hole, uh, you know, s screaming vortex or something, if that's what you're asking. No, no, something subtler. So we went to the uh, radio station and it's totally different. It's not Murdoch Fox's radio station. Actually, Sheriff Stone is apparently the radio DJ here. <laughs> That's... Um, I don't know what to tell you about that one, bud. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know either. Uh, my thought is, let's make our way back to uh, my grandfather's lab. Maybe... I don't know, maybe Graham would know something, or maybe we can find something on his computers about... I, I don't even... Okay, so bear with me. This sounds absolutely nuts, but what about parallel universes? I heard that like one time on Star Trek. Um, I mean, you just watched a bunch of, of f fantasy monsters fight like black ops conspiracy military bullshit while jumping through a giant space portal uh, you know uh, exactly that's exactly my point anything's on the table right now uh danny how do you feel about that you want to go back to my my great uncle's lab maybe we can find something useful there your cat talks out loud in the same accent that it thinks in <laughs> Well, that makes sense, I guess. That was really gross. That was really gross how it changed. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, uh, look at <laughs> take a look at yourself, old sweaty mick, sweaty mick excrements. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That wasn't your best work, Biggs. Uh, maybe. Is he talking to me? I think so. Yeah. Oh. Well, that is accurate. I am very sweaty, and I haven't had the opportunity to bathe in a while, so... <laughs> so burn. Anyway, um, Biggs, why don't you hop back up in the sky, and uh, and then we'll head towards the house, and you can just kind of, like, keep an eye out, um, and we'll Sorry. try and find the lab. We can all kind of... You can just let us know if there's any, I don't know, bad guys or... Whatever. I don't want to watch. I don't want to watch him change. 
I don't want to watch that. And also, Lucas, your lab is your your uncle's lab is a dangerous place. I got hurt there. Did you? Yes. Oh. I mean, do you not want to go there? I don't know where else is safe. I don't know. We could go to my mom. We could go to my house or we could go to your house or we could go to the lab. Just just be careful. I don't want to get hurt again and I don't want you to get hurt. Where's Dottie? Where's Ch 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 Chad? Um, I really don't know. I was looking all around and I didn't see them when I came out of the portal. Uh, and then I was able to find you, but I haven't been able to find Dottie. I can try and find her the way I found you. It just, it can also backfire. So <laughs> I don't know. I'll try. I'm sure, I'm sure Dottie went home and I'm sure Chad did whatever Chad does, which I don't really care about. So I would care more about Dottie, but yeah, let's, let's figure out what's going on and then we can find Dottie later. Okay, that sounds good. So let's head to the lab. Yep, and you guys head to the lab. Um, and so actually you, you uh, it's weird. Um, you get there and... So when I put my hand on the tree, does it all still open and everything? You put your hand on the tree and where there was a switch, there's nothing. Uh, okay, this is weird. Um, I think I'm going to investigate a mystery, believe it or not. I'll jinx. Dang, what did I do to you? Jinx can be good, too, remember. Yeah, I'll give you a, a plus one. Uh, so I got one. Uh, what is being concealed here? Um, so you look around and you actually, you press it a few times and then you put your hand forward <laughs> Um, a little bit cautiously because last time you did it was very painful. Oh, and I definitely will not try to touch the laser field like I did last time. <laughs> I thought I could walk weird. through the hologram and it would be like this cool disappearing trick. And it's weird, like you, you take a second and you actually pick up a stone and toss it towards where the laser field is and it just falls through and you can see it hit the ground. Um, okay, this is odd. Uh, okay, so then when I stick my hand through and stuff... Every, it's absolutely fine. fine. Yeah, you actually, you step through, everything goes fine. And then uh, you you actually come in and you see that there is no metal entrance like there is, like there should be. Uh, okay, I want to start, like, pick up a big stick and kind of bang on the ground around here because I think... I sh if it's under there, I might be able to hear it or something like that. Uh, you thump around on the ground for a bit, and it just feels like solid ground. You get no clings, no tangs, no nothing. Crap. This is not good. Maybe, maybe my Uncle Midas didn't build his lab here? <sighs> uh, Danny, I don't know. What do you think we should do? I don't know. I I guess that that theory makes sense that it would be an alternate universe. We did go through a portal and we did see all those creatures. So I guess that makes sense. That makes more sense than me having having my head hurt. I don't know. Um, 
I don't know. I don't know what's going on. I don't know where to go. I want to go home. Maybe we should just go home. Uh, Maybe you should just go to your, your, your house and I go to my house. And if this is an alternate universe, then... Maybe maybe our parents can help us. Well, we definitely shouldn't split up. You just want to split up? I don't know. I don't know. I feel like... Remember that movie we saw like a couple weeks ago? The alien one that gave you nightmares? Yeah, I didn't watch the whole thing. I left. Well, the the number one rule of movies like that is never split up. Okay, um, well, aren't we almost in your backyard, Lucas? Should we just go to your house? Yeah, yeah, we're we're pretty close, like maybe a five-minute walk. Okay. You're heading back towards towards your house, and, um, and we're going to cut back to, indeed, we're going to cut back to Dottie. And Dottie, you hear the, the handle on the door open, or the handle on the door kind of twitch and shake, and that it opens up, and your mother and father walk in, but it's weird. Your your dad and your mom... Your dad and your mom normally look a bit more tired. Some dark circles, a little bit of a sag in their shoulders. Um, Disheveled hippies. Yes. These are very put-together people. Your dad is like... He, it's almost like his skin he, his skin doesn't have a mark on it he's is freshly cleanly shaven his hair has been freshly cut uh he's in this very like neat black turtleneck um he's he seems to have like lost some weight this is a huge glow up yeah it's a huge glow up um and your mother she's actually dressed in like a very snappy like um uh, uh, suit pants and suit jacket and it's a weird it's like one of those things where you think it would look like it's from the 90s but it it's like it's it's like very stylish um and it, it's very fashion forward but it also isn't so much so that it's ridiculous um as they sort of look at you and, and come over and a little bit confused and they go you know your 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 mom kind of goes dotty Hey, sweetie. Hey, mom. Uh, dad. Uh, did you did you go to the damn spa? No, no. Uh, no, no. I I didn't. Um. But. Oh. Hey, let's. Uh. You were looking for. Uh, let's head home. Let's. Uh. Okay. How does that sound? That sounds good. It's weird. Your your parents hey. are actually kind of like looking at like the 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 break room and kind of like the slightly like like gr- uh, like greasy and and crumb crumb covered like table and stuff like that. And they they actually have this look of like just like slight like ugh. Hey, I I do have a question for you. Just just one question. Um, remember that uh, shuttlecraft that exploded uh, last decade? What was it called again? Which shuttlecraft? Uh, never mind. Uh, that's all I need. Let's go home. Oh, uh, all right. Um, and your dad kind of, like, tentatively turns around, and your mom kind of, like, gives him a, like, gives you a concerned look, and then, like, looks at him, um, as they sort of walk out, and you step out, and 
they have this actually this beautiful car that you've never seen before. I'm not surprised by it. Um, and they they get in, and your your mom kind of like opens the like goes to like open the back door for you, but then kind of stops and and then um, just like keeps an eye on you while you get in the car um, as your dad gets in. I just sit in it and look around, and I just say, mm-hmm. And and so your mom gets in, and she's she's looking at you, and just hears you do that, and she like looks over to your dad, and just like exchanging like, uh, should we be concerned? Kind of glances, and um, you actually, it's crazy. You actually see him reach around. He doesn't have a key. He presses his finger to the side of the steering wheel, and suddenly like the the cars the like the the radio and all the gauges on the car turn on but you don't feel any engine as it starts to go and you're driving and it's weird you notice that it you start heading up the hill and you start passing by small small very nice houses and big very nice houses and then you are heading towards the peak and you've only been to the peak one other time before and as you crest the peak you see a massive massive old gothic style house it's beautiful and it, it's strange you can definitely tell uh, you it's it's you can tell because of your architectural knowledge that some pieces have been added on but it's done so beautifully that to the undiscerning eye it would it would they would not be able to tell all the the original work has been upkept and it's beautiful and you see these massive this massive wrought iron gate with this crest and it's a it's two overlapping um, crescent moons uh, above a um, above an oak leaf, as uh, and then you see this massive like hedge fence all the way around as the gates open and you pull around. There's a man in a nice black suit and tie. This man uh, you recognize him as Rochester. His keys and Rochester takes the car and, and pulls it away as uh, you ascend these massive, beautiful um, red marble steps and your father opens the front door. You are greeted by the same maid that you saw in the Woodmore Manor, and she goes, Oh, welcome back, uh, Miss Coughlin, Mr. Coughlin, Mistress Coughlin, and kind of gives you a nod. Uh-huh. Well, that's it for this episode of Strangers in the Pines. Don't forget to check us out on social media at the RPG Empire. Have an awesome day and play on.